welcome to Sojourn of Light. This podcast is truly a virtual sanctuary that transcends space and time in order to find that balance between what's cosmic and what's earthbound. And here we're talking about topics from entrepreneurism to creativity, spirituality to community building, all in the name of our sovereignty. Here, this is truly a space where you are welcome exactly as you are. Bring your questions, your comments over to me on YouTube, and always subscribe so that you get the updates when I drop new episodes, which I'll be planning to do every Friday with these Venusian energies and invite you to continue to share your stories in the way that you are. If you're ready, let's journey. So you'll have to forgive me in advance if at any point during this visit, chat, tea, drop in with one another that I shed some tears because this one has definitely um, come to me in the moment on this Friday, the day of the release of the next episode. And although I had another one in mind, I just felt compelled to record this um, simply through divine inspiration and just speak from the heart um, because I <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know why, but it's not true because I know exactly why. Um, these things are coming up now and a lot of that has to do with of course Mercury being in a state of retrograde which for those of you that don't know or might be new to astrology basically means that we're in a a period of review and um, yeah evaluation and that's really Mercury being um, the planet that transmits and heightens as I would say the energies dealing with um, forms of communication, learning, the mind, um, all those sorts of things, technology, um, which is why people sometimes talk shit when Mercury's retrograde because no technology works. And I can't tell y'all the amount of technological glitches I've had over the past few days, which has also been really humbling. Sometimes Mercury's retrograde will sit you on your ass and you can't do nothing but just stay there right and um so that along with just you know things feeling really positive for me at a time when I wasn't really sure that the cloud the clouds the storm clouds would lift and you know for those of you that might have any level of intuitive or even just you know, personal and community awareness, you can see the suffering, you can see the, um, the grieving, you can see the sadness, right? Like there are countries that are actively in war and has, have us choosing sides against each other to this day, to, at this very moment. 
And it's been this way for the last several hundred to thousand thousands of years that we know of. And as I've talked about in previous episodes, that has a lot to do with um, the patriarchal energy that has been a dominating force for us collectively that has been in a lot of ways tied to capitalism, which of course um, brings in sort of a classist system where there has to be producers and consumers. Um, And of course, it's more complex than that, but those of course are the polarities. And if you're on the side of the producer, um, the person making the thing, owning the thing, you are in a position to accrue wealth and to build family legacy and to pass these things on. And maybe, maybe not, in the past, you had the option of allowing certain others from different sort of classes on this scale of competition and power. Um, Did you have to let up because nobody was calling you on your shit? And now, over the past two years, because of the ways in which we've all had to have some sort of reconciliation or reckoning with self, we've gotten to a place where we can say no more of whatever it might be. You know, the Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, the climate justice movement, um, the fight for women's suffrage and equal uh, sort of presence, respect um, to the male counterpart, right? In a lot of states and areas, women are still getting lesser starting pay than men. Um, And it's just a reminder that the system and capitalism and therefore an influence globally has been to position white conservative Christian men in positions of power, influence, control, and leadership. And that is not opinion, that is fact. Um, There's a lot more uh, research and content available to you by checking out any of the websites, any of my links that might be in the show notes. Um, And really just, you know, if what I'm saying is not resonating or hitting for you, I invite you to see if there's some additional research or studies that you might want to take yourself down in regards to the creation of race, um, the history of culture, cultural erasure and the levels on which that has hit us both at a political standpoint but also in regards to the land um, right our our uh, the need for colonization to disrupt the um, natural laws and natural systems because somebody had to fill that spot if the people weren't worshiping the creator or the divine and all of a sudden their time and attention was putting on producing or excuse me consuming um, what was being produced as opposed to creating more from their sovereignty and their free will, then of course that gave the power, influence, and control over to those that have positioned themselves to be over a certain group of people, whatever that might have looked like. And so in saying all of this, one of the things that has really been compelling for me over the last 18 months of my own personal journey is my relationship with human kindness. And when I say human kindness, I mean the absolute 
generosity and and compassion and heart-centered living that radiates from another human that you might cross paths with who has no obligation to you, no benefit to gain, and shows you a kindness, reminds you that kindness still exists in the world in spite of all of what we sh- we're shown and in spite all of these measures that have put in along different points in history to bring us under control of another, to have someone telling us what we should think, what we, how we should eat, what, what's um, best for our bodies, what's best for our children's education, what's best for our neighborhoods, what's best for our schools, right? And what I know, not just think, quote unquote, um, is that we are in a very historical moment that the history is being written for every single day. And I don't know about y'all, but sometimes the gravity of that (laughs) keeps me in bed for longer than I'd like to admit. And I allow myself those days and those moments because the nut that we're cracking and what we're chipping away at for us to return to a place of human kindness as a superpower, as a way to lead, as a way to be in relationships. I think that a lot of us have been humbled in so many different ways over the past few years. And for many of us, most of our lives, we have been fighting, pushing against all odds to continue to show up, continue to be curious about why we're here and what we can contribute while we are here, to learn from our past mistakes, to commit to doing the hard work and to grow because the easy route is to stay the same and to just be a reproduction of the pain that you have gone through. It's a choice for sure. Which is why in one of the hardest winters that I think that I have experienced, (laughs) maybe more so on like an emotional and spiritual level, I just feel like I'm coming out of one of the most intense sweat lodges of my life and nobody can see it, you know? Like as in, it's I haven't actually been in an actual sweat lodge, it just there's that intense burn, right? Like I've had to, through 2020 to 2021 to 2022, and very intensely so in 2022, you have to go through all these doors. And as you know, if you've ever participated in um, Inipi or Sweat Lodge, which is a sacred healing practice, um, practiced by those indigenous um, keepers of the land, um, yeah, that's what I'll say about that for now. And if you know, you know. <laughs> um, but if you've experienced White Lodge, you know that as you go through the different levels of doors and as you're going deeper within the womb of the earth and sitting with the mother and the grandmothers, um, that it gets hotter as you <laughs> continue. Like It gets more intense because there's, you know, you have to start with an opening and then sort of, you know, the the flood can come through. But it only happens a drip 
of what you know a drip of water at a time a drop at a time and as we are going through these transitions as I've been going through these transitions I haven't had much to rely on I think that in my sort of case it's been really a a huge undertaking you know to pursue my liberation and my freedom and my sovereignty with everything in me 1000% putting myself first for the first time in my life and when I look back at some of my journal entries and you know old business plans and webs and goals and documents and I see all that I have done and to you know as with so many people over these past few years especially to have to watch that foundation you thought was so sturdy and so strong just crumble and there's nothing that you can do but just have to let it compost And for a lot of that time, it feels like there are so many injustices. And I know I have probably a million reasons to hate people (laughs) logically, right? But the heart isn't logical. Love isn't logical. Spirit isn't logical. There is a mathematics to it. There is a rhythm to it, for sure. Um, But what we try to conceive of in the mind right isn't actually what we're here to do in this earth school we're here to evolve we're here to ascend and some of us pursue that at different levels at different speeds and i have found that some of the most unassuming people that you might pass on the street or run into in the store or just the kindness of strangers has been mind-blowing for me over these last 18 months as I have been traveling, really being Grandmother Tortoise, Grandmother Turtle, and letting my home be where me and my things are, both for the reasons of being curious about new ways that the work could look and also having to put myself in motion while everything sort of crumbled around me on every level of my life. And so what do you do? I think you look for those moments that feel like reminders that life isn't just a conglomeration of someone trying to remind you that you need to be smaller than them in whatever way, gender, race, class, zip code, ethnicity, 
nationality, ability, whatever. What I know, what I understand, what my travels have taught me, as humbling as it's been to live on very, very little over the past 18 months and to literally build the path while in motion by intuition, by faith, by um, relationships, by community. And I think in noticing where the good was and staying in a practice of gratitude, especially (laughs) as I've been in reflection over this winter season, which winter always does to me, is put me in a state of reflection, is that the power of human kindness is so... deep and profound I mean it almost makes me speechless and there are over a hundred there are hundreds of stories I could tell about someone who did me a kindness at a critical moment you know that moment when you don't have any money but you have this extra fee to get through customs or your flight was canceled and you got to check back all the way to where you just came from or when your phone's about to be cut off because the payment actually didn't go through because the credit card company has blocked the payment because it thinks that somebody's trying to hack into your account and you're actually abroad and can't answer customer service calls right like whatever the situation Right, And those are like some privileged examples that I've experienced that recall to memory for me. But like actually at the moment we're like kind of urgent. And in some cases like absolutely life or death situations that I've been in numerous times. And every single time it comes down to some sort of thread of help or support or hope from a relationship, from a connection. And I feel that I have been able to accomplish way more in my life, my very short 36 years here so far, because I've been kind. And not to be confused with nice, because I think that we are conditioned to believe that we always have to be nice and that to me you know that feeling that you have to still be nice to somebody after they've harmed you or disrespected you or crossed a boundary I think is what takes us years to unravel and so at what cost to be nice when instead you can be kind and kindness allows me to still have my boundaries intact Kindness allows me to take care of myself and to choose what feels right for me, knowing that my kindness to others will come around when I need it, when maybe I've decided to volunteer my time 
and I'm relying on whatever resources to get through, right? Or that moment when your car breaks down on the side of the road and there are a lot of different situations that can go down in instances when the unexpected happens. And I truly, truly believe that the, that the media has to spend trillions of dollars on advertising and all of these psychology-oriented um, platforms and ads and promotions and all these things because our natural state is to be in kind in a state of i think human kindness and so for that to be the most consistent aspect of my experience and you know at one point i've been a driver and you know i've done almost every job to be real um, including working for myself, which is my favorite job. Um, actually, working for God is my favorite job. Let me correct myself. Um, but, you know, people always ask, you know, aren't there ever times where you don't feel safe? And the answer is no, because if I believe, if we acknowledge that, you know, what we experience in life is a reflection of us, um, and a reflection of our energy, then why not be kind so that that's the boomerang that comes back around to you? And in my case, I mean, I got 36 years of research going here and, you know, okay, sure. Maybe like 31 years of like conscious research of me noticing, you know, patterns and like, quote unquote, like miraculous moments. Um, and from the person outside looking in, it looks like I'm just this person with this privileged life. And the reality is like, no, a lot goes on behind the scenes when it's just you and the conflict or the challenge or the disagreement or, you know, the situation that is not really about anybody else, but you and whoever's involved. And you got to figure that shit out. And being able to fall back on having been kind in your dealings with people allows you to sleep okay at night. I feel like the people that are the most bothered, you know, and probably have challenges with feeling okay with themselves and and cause problems for others because of it are people who genuinely haven't experienced any human kindness or don't know that it exists or don't don't know what it looks like and you know that part to me is heartbreaking and allows me to have empathy for those who maybe have crossed me in some way um or who have disrespected me or who have crossed a boundary of mine because at the end of the day, I understand that they're having their own human experience. And as much as I want to, I can't change people. You can't change people, right? And every day, all day, we're taking in all this data about where we stand in other people's 
reality. And it's all happening simultaneously all the time. And if you just stop and think about that for a moment, I think that it might make it a little bit easier to take what people bring to your front door and what you experience with people a little less personal and realize that, you know, it could also be data that the relationship is meant to take a different design or a different direction. And whatever is true, it's all okay because the reality is your main goal is your own authenticity, sovereignty, sovereignty, and ascension, in my opinion, from what I understand. Um, I don't have my doctorate in divinity studies or anything, you know. Um, I'm just joking. That was sarcasm. I do. <laughs> Spirit was just like, make it clear. Um, you know, but like, it's simple and I think it takes a lot of unlearning to get back to the simplicity of what it is to be human and how we create systems and policies that actually work for everybody and it's being kind it's taking that moment to hold the door open for someone or recycle take that extra drive or pay that extra bill to make sure that we're taking care of the planet that gives us so much, right? Um, That's leaving a few extra coins of change at the convenience store cup. Like that is my favorite thing to do. When I'm having a bad moment and I got it, I'm leaving the change because that's a pay with, that's the easy pay it forward moment for me to pass on some human kindness to someone else that might be the determining factor of whether they can walk out of what they came in there for slash need, you know. Um, and maybe there are other examples that come up for you. But all I know is I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be who I am today if I hadn't been shown human kindness at so many different points in my life for people who didn't owe me anything and just were being genuine angels. Um, And I think we all have that capacity. And, you know, I think sometimes, like I said, we can get stuck in these loops of negativity or darkness or feeling down because maybe we're not experiencing enough human kindness in our lives and in that way I think it's our personal responsibility to decide to do something about that and you know maybe you pick pick uh pick yourself up and start traveling to go see some other parts of the world and allow yourself to be humbled you know because if you don't God will surely humble you And my life is a pure testament to that. I feel like I'm rebuilding from rubble every five to ten years easily. Um, But I once heard someone say, and I'm sorry if I, I I don't remember who said it, but I once heard someone say, you know, you die a little bit every day. Like, living is dying. And I think it was Lauryn Hill, you know, at her, um, MTV Unplugged concert, which is by far one of my favorite musical experiences to date. I I probably watch it at least once a year. Um, But she says, living is dying, you know, you're dying a little bit every day. So just enjoy the journey, enjoy the ride, surrender to the process, you know, 
like the caterpillar is live is is on the ground eating leaves how whatever it needs to do to survive and stock up living its life not set, like laying down somewhere curled up in a ball and being like oh my god at some point i'm not gonna be this anymore so why even try like what is there to live for if i'm not gonna be this because i just need to be this what i am right now no the caterpillar surrenders to the journey and in order to become that better butterfly to evolve to transcend and to learn to fly it has to surrender that at some point there's going to be a death but that's actually living because now it gets to emerge as something new and beautiful and magnificent and who knows the actual way that a caterpillar's you know like like how it is that they get certain designs on their wings like that still to this day is one of the most awe-inspiring things to me i don't understand it and it can't be anything but the hand of the creator in my mind because i'm just like how in the world is it possible for there to be so many different variations of a thing that looks exactly the same when it's on the ground and then it turns to nothingness and it comes out as one of the most beautiful things to see in the sky i mean really nature just gives us these examples it's just here for us for us and i don't know i hope that at some point there is more good news stations out in the world that we all have public access to and yo if you have links that you refer to that you love that you're subscribed to please 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 take a minute drop me an email send me a line um i would love to add it to my website to places where i share resources with people because i know for me personally i don't watch the news like i tell y'all all the time me looking at astrology for the week that's my forecast i literally know what the weather's gonna do if i know what the planets are doing um i know how i'm gonna be feeling energetically i know when there's gonna be certain things that might not be as effective on certain days and i'm literally just gonna be banging my head up against the wall so let me go ahead and put that plan on a different day when it's gonna be a little bit you know smoother for me to ride that errand out on this energy right um and it's just for me a way of life now but I think that really what it comes down to is us being able to also show some compassion and kindness about the state of the world that we find ourselves in. Because let's be real, one of the conversations that I had with myself over the past 18 months um, that was really raw and hard to see is that even if I think that I'm adopting this high road of ethics and morality around you know practicing and living my life based on the golden rule treat others as you want to be treated and again i'm i'm thinking the smart thing to do is to put out what i want to get back because i know the laws of the universe and the shit that i put out is going to come back to me anyway so i'm not out here trying to make my life harder so i'm gonna go with kindness all day every day um and 
the reality is when I get back less kindness reflected to me, I'm not being kind to myself. And that's a hard pill to swallow is to realize, A, I have more work to do on myself because I haven't been kind to me. And, you know, circling back to what I was saying earlier on in the, in, um, the conversation, I really got to a place where I was carrying the load for a lot of people and it was making me sick. And as someone who lives with two chronic diseases that I hardly ever talk about, um, because I don't ever want to have any excuse or have any limitations placed on who I can be or what I can do. That's just not me, never been me. Um, And I work it out, you know. But to have experiences where, you know, I, I can see it now, right? But I couldn't clearly see it then that if you allow yourself and you put yourself out there as someone who just wants to be used in order to prove your value in your work, that's what people will do. Um, if you, you know, feel like you want to be the fixer, then you're going to always attract people that need help, you know? Um, and all the gurus say it, all the people who other people follow in swarms say it. And, you know, if you've had any level of conversations with me about spirituality, you would know I don't believe in gurus. We are all our own guru and each of us has an inner guru, period. So the reality is that certain people have just gotten to a place of understanding and they're just the example that it can be done. You know, like, let that be an example that it can be done. Um, but don't ever let your quest to have something else that somebody has take you away from your compass with human kindness. You know, that's what I believe anyway. So I hope that no matter how hard that it gets or how challenging this winter might be, (laughs) however you choose to spend it, because we are locked and loaded. We got another, what, two, less than two months to ride this cold, dark winter phase out. And maybe some of us are hibernating. Maybe some of us are still digging ourselves out of snow. Some of us are probably at beaches or warmer climates because we just cannot. But regardless, I think that most of us are really pushing ourselves to grow up a little bit at this time. To maybe see some ugly truths that we couldn't or were not willing to see before. And we have no choice but to see it now because we went in celestial timeout (laughs) and uh it was called covid and um you know of course the, the pandemic era is still a part of our reality but this is what i mean when i said earlier that we're in a 
moment in time that will go down in history as one of the most pivotal for humanity. And I think that we all have a responsibility and a privilege um, and the opportunity to really shape the future of our lives in these moments every single day. And the most important thing that I could tell you right now is that it's so important that you stay in a state of kindness, that you keep your vibration high, that you surround yourself with people who are kind, that maybe you do one random act of kind, kindness a week as a challenge for you or your family or a church, church group or whatever it might be. You never, never, never know how what might be, you know, of little value, of little concern, um, you know, easily accessible for you, how sharing that with someone or passing it on to someone could be critical at the very moment that they needed it. And if you ever feel an intuitive hunch about doing something kind for somebody and you've done all your personal checks to make sure that it's not coming from a place of being trauma bonded and you know that it's coming from a sincere, sincere, clean place and you have no attachment to the outcome of receiving said thing back in its exact form from that person at that time, you know that the universe will take care of you and that the boomerang effect in the universe is always an effect. And if you can give it freely, you do. But the reality is every moment is being shaped by us by our our minds do you know how valuable your attention is it's a trillion dollar energy in uh <laughs> i said energy it's a trillion dollar well clearly it's a trillion dollar energy but it's a trillion dollar industry to get your attention think about that advertising is really just trying to get your attention and keeping your attention long enough to let them know for, to let for them to let you know that they have something that you need and to tell you why as someone who who's been in marketing and branding and who does it for very different reasons than some of the previous roles that I have held now um than in the past um it's all it is right we could reduce it down to that And so when you start to realize how valuable your attention and energy is, you move differently. You make different kinds of decisions. Maybe you are paying more attention to who gets your dollars and who doesn't. Who gets your time and who doesn't. Who gets your support, who doesn't. Who gets to work with you and who doesn't. Who has access to your private family home life and who doesn't? All these are within your power to decide. And so I think that one of the charges for all of us is to start to take the reins back in our life. And as we do so, to remember that we have to lead and create foundations with kindness the shift into the divine feminine era era of history is here. I think we can all feel the birthing pains of what Mother Gaia is doing. 
as someone who is a descendant of Kemetic, Cherokee, Indigenous, and Black lineage, I can say with every bone fiber in my body that even if I didn't want to be as out about my spiritual practices or when I feel inclined to share certain ways, um, I'm reminded that if I want to get the whole truth and nothing but the truth from from everybody else, that I got to be willing to present myself in that manner as well and treat myself with kindness, right? Treat everything, every relationship around me with kindness because you never know. You never know what somebody is going through. You never know how your small intervention can make a difference. You never know when you might need to be on the receiving end of that. And trust, depending on how you handled yourself in that situation, oh, it's going to be a a very striking resemblance to whatever that previous experience and interaction was. Because the name of the game is to what? Evolve. Evolve. It's all about evolution, baby. So, with that, I love y'all. Thank you for spending time with me. If you're a newbie and you're rocking with it, don't forget to subscribe to any major platform where you hear a podcast. Um, I have the outro queued up, so hang around for that. Um, I might mention it in there, but of course, check out the links in the description box um, for the link back to the podcast that you can share if you feel like this message was valuable to you and you want to share more um, with your audience in any way. Um, these messages, which are truly just meant to help support your evolution and your liberation, um, I'm always here for that. And you don't need to even let me know that you're doing it. Just use these as you will. And if it didn't resonate for you and you don't think you'll be back, I thank you for spending this time with me now. Um, I don't know if I say this enough, but I'm truly, truly, truly grateful for um, life, really. I love life. And I like to live my, my life in a way that I'm in love with life. And I truly lead from and live from the heart. And I've had to do a lot of work to heal and to clear some shit, some, some, some gunk, um, and really getting to show up and do this podcast and to sit in space, um, you know, and, and watch the work evolve as well and see how it branches out and, you know, continues to be a spiral as it moves through and activates with other people and the ways that they're doing their work, right? And that's the ripple effect that we can all have. So definitely want to wish everybody out there a happy Lunar New Year, happy Chinese New Year. It is the year of the water rabbit. And I hope that you have a prosperous, prosperous 2023. Um, And I know I will continue to share my purviews and perspectives and insights um, as long as it's valuable. So with that, enjoy the rest of your day 
and I will see you next time. You have been listening to Sojourn of Light, and my name is Cortina Janelle. It has been an honor and a privilege to have hosted and facilitated this time together here in the sanctuary once again. If you're so called, you can check out the description box for more details on any things that I might have discussed or that I might want to expand on and send you more links and resources about. And you're always welcome to make a one-time or reoccurring donation, tithe, or sponsorship, whichever journey suits your tea, at oshana.org backslash donate dash tithe. Or you can just visit oshana.org and look for that donate button somewhere at the top. All donations to House of Soleil and Ade Project through Oshana Church of Spiritual Activism are tax deductible as we are a 501c3 nonprofit faith community. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for your divine being. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>